anyone who can make videos and is kind of comfortable in front of the camera should start with YouTube because I mean, Facebook ads, a lot of people run Facebook ads. The good thing is you can get started pretty, pretty quick. And if you just upload a picture on your, on your ad and then invite them to a webinar and stuff, but it is very expensive. Like we also ran like cold ads on Facebook. We used to do that like some, some time ago, but we actually stopped doing that completely because it was just not, it was just not attractive enough. So we talked a little bit, uh, man, this was like months ago, probably six months ago about your SaaS product when you were just working on it. But since it is new and you have a lot of training around it, could you briefly tell people about your SaaS product and you know who it's for? Yeah. Uh, first, I think it's important to mention that our whole company kind of like, first of all, like started out as an agency yeah. and um, social media agency and we did all kinds of stuff, SEO services, social media marketing services all of these things. And then earlier, like actually like mid 2007, end of 2017, uh, we kind of like decided we wanted to get into like a whole SaaS kind of business software creation. Um, and, and, and wanted to get, uh, wanted to get started with like a video marketing, um, software that helps people or businesses to rank videos high on YouTube. Um, pretty much YouTube SEO slash analytics tool. And we came up with this whole idea of Video Sniper Pro. That's how the final product was called. And it's pretty much a subscription-based, cloud-based uh, software where people can pay like a monthly fee to get access to features like uh, ranking tools, like creating perfect title description and tags, optimizing uh, your whole channel, analyzing your competition, track your rankings, and um, yeah, stuff like this. And there's also a social engagements feature where they can get high retention views and where other people like their videos engage with their content and that will make them rank higher. So it's pretty much everything that you have to get on YouTube in order to be successful on YouTube, this software can actually offer that to you. Yeah. So we started that product, uh, we started selling it and it really, uh, since I'm also kind of like an influencer on YouTube when it comes to like this whole making money on YouTube, ranking videos and stuff like this it was pretty easy to get, get started selling the product that's also really important because most entrepreneurs when they start a SaaS company they have products making the first sale problems making their first sales because it's hard to find like to get act to actually get a lot of traffic so we didn't really have that problem because i already had an audience that i was able to monetize for that so yeah that's kind of how we get started with all of this stuff you know yeah yeah, that's uh, that's really exciting. The SaaS product's interesting because it's just so many, so, so much more complicated than you know, yep. written a product or video product or anything like that. That's uh, that's mm -hmm. exciting. Did you um, like where where was your inspiration kind of to start your own SaaS product? Was there any any other entrepreneurs that you saw doing that that you know made you think you'd be successful with this business model? Because yeah, actually, from the service to that hardcore product like that. Yeah, actually, I saw quite a few uh, online marketers and entrepreneurs do that, especially like in the time like 2017, 2018. That's where a lot of these guys who used to like only sell info products and maybe had like an agent or something, they started to get into like like software. You know, one example would probably be Alex Becker. I don't know if you heard of him. Oh, yeah, yeah. He's got some great yeah, he's, right yeah, he is the CEO of Market Hero, but he also had tons of softwares before that. Mm -hmm. um, smaller softwares, SEO softwares. That's kind of like where I got my inspiration from uh, when it came to like the, the SaaS stuff, you know? 
Yeah, no, totally. Well, it looks like you're well on your way to doing the same thing. So that's it's pretty exciting. Um, so yeah, so we're talking about YouTube, you know, ranking videos on YouTube and we touched on this a little before the call, but there's so many things you can do on YouTube. Um, you know, a lot of the advice people get to rank their videos organically, it's very similar, uh, across, you know, many, if you go on YouTube and type in how to rank a YouTube video, you're going to get 90% of the videos talking about the same thing. But one thing that goes on that we talked about is a lot of people are spending money to either run paid advertising to their videos like Google AdWords or to buy some type of quote unquote black market service, whether it's to buy likes, subscribers, or views. Can you talk at all about some of the pros and cons of these different you know, ways to get engagement and which and how they might benefit people? What are the risks? Some of these things. Sure. So pretty much I can say like both ways if you do them correctly, they work. Obviously there's a high risk when you do like, that you mentioned like the black market stuff, when you buy like, for example, like fake views, like low quality, like bot views and stuff, that, that stuff can get your channel banned and it's very, it's, it's very bad, you shouldn't do it, especially if you don't know exactly what you're doing. But what you can easily do is, first of all, the whole YouTube ranking thing is obviously a lot about like the on-page stuff, that we, what we call in SEO terms, like the whole description, title and tags. And our software actually reverse engineers the YouTube algorithm based on that, generates the perfect title description and tags to use in your video. So, and that's the first step. And after that, what you can either do is you can go to AdWords, which is now called uh, Google Ads, and you can buy views for, uh, for to your video, buy a few thousand views. They're all real people since it's Google AdWords. And um, that will actually give you the, the initial boost to actually make your video rank. But what you can also do is you can go to like third party websites and they offer high retention video views, but you gotta be very careful because there's a lot of like, uh, I don't wanna say scams, but there's a lot of sites out there that offer really low quality views. So you gotta make sure that you find a good provider uh, that actually offer like real people, high retention views. And what that will do is since the people watch, since it's called high retention, that means they watch a specific amount of time of your video, like 50%, uh, 75%. And that's very important for the YouTube algorithm to realize is the YouTube algorithm realizes that they watch a certain amount of time and then that will actually make the video rank. So it's valued higher by the YouTube algorithm. That's what it's all about. And that's why so many people hate, uh, when, when people say, uh, talk about buying views, it's because they have bad experiences because they ended up buying low quality views, which either got their channels banned or didn't rank their video and therefore they think it doesn't work. But the, the reality is you have to really just like, like know what you're doing with all of this stuff, you know? Yeah, definitely. No, definitely. I mean, even, even the part about the high retention views, you know, it's, it's uh, yeah, if you have just, if you had, hundreds and thousands of bots spamming a page, landing on the video, having it play, and then, you know, abandoning the page, it's definitely. Yeah, it's the same with, it's the same with, uh, with website traffic. You know, there's people out there who buy, who buy like 100,000 visits for their website, and then they wonder why no one is buying, but all of the 100,000 people on there were all bots, you know? So yes. Yeah. That's, yeah. Not gonna help, not gonna help your business in the long run. Yeah, exactly. Um, so one thing that's interesting about this whole world of buying views is that, you know, while 
a, a channel that pays for views and subscribers, you know, if they're all fake, is going to have a trouble seeing any sort of, you know, return on those views or subscribers if they're running a business. One thing uh, that it seems like it would be useful for is helping people with social proof, meaning that, you know, if a lot of videos do get you know, ranked higher by the algorithm, but also just you know, with higher views, uh, more people are attracted to looking at the videos. So a lot of people have mentioned that, you know, in some cases, purchasing these views can not only help you organically by getting social proof so that people want to watch your videos, but it also, if they're not flagged by YouTube, will trigger the algorithm to rank your video more, a video more highly. So can you talk about at all where the sweet spot is kind of in terms of, regardless of the source, the amount of views or uh, interaction a video needs to actually start seeing a return from the YouTube search algorithm? Um, yeah, that obviously depends on the competition of the app of the actual keyword that you want to rank for, right? If you want to rank for like what we call like a long tail, an easier keyword uh, to rank for, and you can see that when you type in a specific keyword on on, uh, on YouTube, you will see on the first page how many views do the the highest ranked videos have, right? So yeah. if you type in a keyword and all of the the highest the highest ranked video only has like fifty thousand views. Um, that means that you can you can actually rank if you do good on-page SEO and you have like at like five thousand or ten thousand views, you already have a good chance to rank to to simply outrank that video based on your what you've done on the with the on-page part of the SEO, yeah. right? Obviously, if you rank for I one of my videos ranks uh, number one and sometimes number two, it's also dancing a little bit for how to make money on Instagram, and that's like a super high competition keyword, right? All of the videos, I think my video has like 500,000 views and <laughs> the other one that, that's competing with me has like 400 something thousand, I don't know. But um, that's really hard to rank, you know? So you need, obviously I, I had an easier time ranking it because once I posted it, I already had a lot of subscribers and already had a lot of people checking out my stuff. But still you need to, you need to do a lot of marketing and a lot of promotion uh, to actually to rank these videos, obviously, you know? Um, but yeah, again, you gotta, you gotta know what you're, what you're doing. And if you know that, then there's really, then it's pretty, then it's really easy to do, you know? Yeah, definitely. And I know you have a long process. I know you have uh, two millionaires, which is Michael's product for teaching people how to start a profitable YouTube channel. Uh, he also has an agency program teaching people how to sell this as a service, uh, completely independent of anything else. So start your own business team. That's just awesome. Um, what I'm wondering about though is off YouTube, besides the on-page elements and you know, looking at what the competition is doing for keywords and descriptions and things, is there anything you're doing off of YouTube? Uh, for instance, dropping a video in a relevant Facebook group or other forum or things like this, or have you found <laughs> that that's not really worth the time? Um, well, it, it depends on what we're trying to do. Like, let's say when we talk uh, solely about ranking on YouTube on the platform, then it's not necessarily needed. But a lot of people also want to rank their video on Google, like in the Google search, in the Google video search. And what 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 helps with that is, our, for example, social bookmarks and um, just social engagement, right? So then it matters how many times has this video been shared or retweeted on Twitter? How many times has it been shared on Facebook, right? How many groups has it been posted to an engagement in general? You know, that's something that does happen. And then obviously if we just like, don't talk about the ranking and just talk about engagement, it's always good to, uh, if you have a relevant 
video for a specific topic to just post it in like 10 relevant Facebook groups, you know, because to get some initial traffic, because you never know, maybe someone shares it who has a lot of subscribers or it, it really takes off and goes viral and stuff like this. You never know if it's really good. You know? Yeah, no, definitely. Definitely. That's, uh, that's interesting. So out of going back to some of the specifics for like on page SEO for these YouTube videos, what are, and you know, Michael's almost at 60,000 subs now, so he's definitely qualified in this area. What are some of the things that people should always be doing? Like what are the top two or three things every time you make a video you need to do if you're going to even spend your time creating content for YouTube? Okay, so I, I can just tell you how I do it and that's pretty much uh, how, how people should do it. What I do is I record the video and once I, once, I rend once I edit it and render it, I already save it and render it. I make the file name the exact keyword that I want to rank for. Mm -hmm. you know, that's the first thing I do. Then when I create the thumbnail, the thumbnail, the thumbnail file name will be the exact keyword that I want to rank for, the actual file name. Then I upload the whole thing, and then I do my whole on-page SEO using my software, obviously, and choose the perfect title, description, and tags. Most of the time that I, I spend when I upload a video is all on the, on the description part, because then I got to make sure that I don't put any spam in there. I don't do too much repetitive stuff and put the main keyword like three times in the description which is uh, the perfect ratio. And um, yeah, once I'm done with that, I publish the video and I will already get some initial views from my subscribers. And then I will also uh, use our social engagements feature of our software to get uh, more views uh, to the video and more uh, engagements like likes and stuff. And people will go there and comment and all of these things, you know? So that will give it the boost. And then usually right now, it, it obviously, it, it just ranks within a few minutes. It already ranks on the first page. And within the first like few days, it will dance a little bit. And then I might change something again on the, in the description and stuff. And then, I, then it will actually rank. Oh, okay. Wow. So you're still, this is kind of an iterative process. You might go in there and be changing things after you publish them. Yeah, it, it's, it's happens rarely right now, but mostly it's, it's if I want to rank for like a very high competition keyword where it's really hard to rank. That's usually yeah. when I do it. Without like a low competition keyword, I don't, I don't really have to do it anymore. Definitely. Oh man, that's cool. So you have a pretty well, you know, vetted process there. And again, anyone can follow this. Uh, honestly, Michael has a lot of content on his channel that'll teach you this for free and paid products. Um, so outside of your normal process, how often would you say you've used, um, let's go with the legal version, AdWords, and have you had any success with AdWords? Because that's a common one that won't get your account banned that everyone can use. And what would be the best use for using, you know, like in, in stream ads or search ads for YouTube? Yes, um, with AdWords, I've been very successful with AdWords, uh, especially for like selling our programs and stuff like this. Um, again, you just got to know what you're, what you're doing. And, and the main thing, the main recipe that you want to do uh, use with AdWords is you want to use like in-search ads uh, like that are based on like keywords and placements on other channels related to your channel. You want to use all of that, not to make money, but to grow your audience right? To grow because on AdWords, you have what it's called a remarketing audience, right? So in this audience there, there's everybody and, and mine is like 2 million or something. There's everybody in there who has watched your videos. You can even like set it to like only 
only put specific people who, who watch specific videos in this one audience. You can, you can really tailor that and stuff, you know? Mm -hmm. So, and you want to use these paid ads to build up this audience. Uh, you can do this really fast if you have enough money, obviously. And what you want to then do all the in-stream ads, you want to, you want to use the remarketing audience because all of these people, they already know who you are and they're already highly engaged. And if they see an ad from you, you are not a stranger to them. And that will actually make them click the link to your, for example, then it obviously depends on what you're trying to sell, what you're trying to do. If you're, if you're selling for, if you're going to get them to a webinar, that's what we do. Uh, you get them to a webinar through the in-stream in ad, and then you sell them something in the webinar. That's probably the best way to do it with YouTube nowadays, you know? But yeah, that's pretty much the AdWords recipe. I also have a course on that. It's part of the Two Millionaire course. Uh, there's an AdWords course in there too, and it, it pretty much explains all of this stuff in detail. Obviously, there's more, it, it, there's more to know about this stuff, but that's like the easy version of it, you know? Yeah, no, that's, that's interesting. For everyone that doesn't know, those are just two of the main uh, ad placements on YouTube is through the search when you're looking for videos and then in stream is are the uh, ads that come up before the videos that you, you guys are all. Yeah. So, man, that's, that's interesting though, because, uh, you know, I do a lot of uh, agency work and for clients selling things, you're almost exclusively using the in stream ads. So I actually haven't heard of a lot of people using search, but from what you said, it sounds like you said you, you're using search ads for basically cold audiences to them you know, turn people who haven't seen you into people that have seen you. So how is that working? Do people click a lot of the ads and search that come up for your content or how do you actually get those people to go from cold to having watched uh, one of your videos? Yes. Yeah, so there's, I mean, you can also use the, the in search ad sometimes for, uh, for actually making money. For example, like you can, I have a tutorial on YouTube that teaches people how to rank and in the description. There's a little like link to the software and that actually also makes money, but that's more for people who, who already have high marketing budgets because the cost of acquiring a customer through that is really high or relatively high because people have to click the link in the description instead of like clicking the link right in the ad, you know? So, but to answer your question, you were right when you said like we use these ads to get initial people who don't know us yet like from the search to our video or for example from placements on other channels so i have for example i can run an ad uh in the search when someone watches an alex becker video right and that person who watches alex becker is most likely also interested at least kind of interested in my content right yeah. so i get thousands of people from his channel and thousands of people from some other channel and then thousands of people from like from the search when someone types in how to make money blah 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 and he sees my video uh in this as an ad in the search and um that's how you and all of these people who watch your videos through that will be saved in an extra audience right and then you can use this this audience to then actually send your real ads to that's pretty much the whole thing. So let me see if I understand this. So for instance, if you're running an ad in the search for someone looking for Alex Becker, and they type in an Alex Becker related term and all the videos pop up, yours might pop up for the search. Yeah. Because it's so related to what they're looking for, you have a good chance that someone will come and, and click on that and then they'll be they'll watch your video. Yes, exactly. Oh, wow. That's really awesome because then it's like you're making these videos that are content, but then they're also with, combined with the title and description and thumbnail, like in advertisement, essentially. Yes. Yes, exactly. That, that's how it works. Yeah. 
Yeah, that's that's exciting. I actually, I don't know why. I, I rarely talk to people about search ads. So th this to me is like very interesting. That's really cool. Um, and yeah, your content is is like perfect for definitely people like looking for Alex Becker stuff. So that's awesome. yeah, it, it works. All of this stuff works really good with like how to videos and to pretty much it works the best with stuff where it actually provides some value to people um in, in in terms of like showing giving them a solution to a specific problem you know that's where that's where the best that's how it works with with ads especially for like search terms like like how to do things and stuff like this you know um that's that's really what it is yeah yeah i really like a lot of the the ads or <laughs> the videos you're making uh recently because you're putting a lot there's a lot of like step-by-step -step content in it and it's pretty, uh, mm -hmm. pretty cool i like it um Interesting. So, man, so much to talk about with all that you've done so much stuff with your agency. Um, one thing is, I know you have a pretty big Instagram following now to you. So how do you look at Instagram for business people like yourself, someone selling B2B services as well as products? Is Instagram anywhere near as valuable for a business as YouTube? Should businesses be focusing as much on Instagram as YouTube? How do you look at those two? Um, honestly, I think this kind of like really depends on, on, on what kind of business you're in. For me personally, I can say Instagram is nowhere near as valuable as YouTube in, in my opinion, because it's just because of the types of people who are on Instagram compared to like, and, and it's like on YouTube, I can just do so, so much more and I, it, it can be so much more engaging and stuff, you know, and, and obviously the, the stuff, the content I post on YouTube, I can't post like that on Instagram, you know, because Instagram is more for like, it's more like an entertainment thing in my, in my, from, from my point of view. That's why all of these, these uh, pages on Instagram, like, like, I don't know, like luxury cars pages or motivation or more like the, the fluffy stuff. Like that's yeah. more like not so much hands-on kind of stuff. But um, more like stuff like that that's more entertaining and viral stuff that works more on Instagram. And, and what you, I mean, you can also make a lot of money on Instagram. I got a course on that too, like selling shout outs and doing brand deals and all of these things, right? But that's not really what I'm personally like, like focusing on. You know, it's just, I got an Instagram and most people on my Instagram came from my YouTube. Um, so that's pretty much, yeah, but I don't focus that much on it. On Instagram, yeah. I mean, that makes sense though, too, a lot, especially the service, B2B services. Uh, I think YouTube is definitely where it's at for that. Yeah. Um, you have a pretty, you have a pretty big Instagram now, that's you. That's <laughs> your, your Instagram, isn't it close to a hundred thousand? Yeah. Like 98, 97 something thousand, I think right now. Yeah. That's pretty good. It's <laughs> yeah. pretty good, especially for not focusing on it. Yeah. Um, cool. So, uh, let's see. I saw a cool video recently. Um, I'm, I'm sure you're familiar with Iman Ghazi, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know. I I don't really know. I, I ah no. Yeah, I do know. Yeah, I know him. Yeah, not personally, the, but I I know who he is. Yeah. Yeah, he has a lot of um, similar content to yours on YouTube. Yeah. Uh, a lot of a lot of agency stuff. And he had a great video recently where he's talking about evergreen skills and you know the skills that whether you're an agency owner or just anyone wanting to operate in an online business that are really important. And he was talking about how repeatedly you're going to have to use things like copywriting, content creation, especially video content, editing, uh, you know, sales, especially like yourself, anyone in B2B uh, service. 
things like that. So are there any other skills you'd add to that list where you think anyone doing business online needs to learn those skills? Um, the, the most important thing, honestly, online is uh, marketing slash sales. Um, and it's, I mean, online, in my opinion, like from, from all that I experienced, it's pretty much if you're, if you're trying to get a business, like, like a business that we run, for example, where a lot of stuff is automated, like the traditional, like kind of like internet marketing online business, it's, it's just all about content because you, you need to have tons of content, especially like also free content out there, then just simply the traffic and conversion, right? So it's so pretty much broken down. How do you get tons of traffic to your website and how does that convert? Like how does that convert into sales, you know? And especially when you're obviously, when you're trying to scale up, um, how, what's the conversion rate and how can you fix that? I mean, you, how can you improve that? And you do that by following up, by adding new products, and all of these things, right? So yeah, it, the best skill would probably be obviously selling and then also don't know what to sell, you know, because a lot of people have the problem. They got a product, but it may be like, it, it's too cheap, for example, so they don't break even, they don't make money and always have like a, an actual funnel where you have a high pay, a high price product in the back end. Uh, where you can make your real money, you know, because most online marketers and online entrepreneurs, they don't make most of their money with like the, the $17 ebook that they promote on YouTube. You know, yeah, they make yeah. most of their money with when people, when they follow up, when they actually talk to their clients and then sell like, like services for 5,000, 10,000 or $20,000 to businesses. That's where they make their real money for their company. You know? Yeah, no, definitely. Uh, yeah. I think that's hard too, because I've seen a lot of content um, where people talk about that balance because especially for people like yourself that have a number of different products and services, there's so many things to work on to make all of them good. So how do you look at, you know, making high quality products and refining them versus having enough products to kind of set people up that, that value ladder? Um, honestly, for most people, I would recommend to not even get into, um, that's probably one mistake I made earlier in my, um, online marketing career is having maybe too many different products and stuff. Okay. I would, that's something, especially like I did with the courses, um, yeah. when I had all of these, like, I still have them, but, uh, the, the, the YouTube courses, the Instagram courses, the e-commerce courses, I would probably really try to position myself as an expert with like, in like one certain like topic and then create one big prop program around it and then try to sell this for the highest price possible and then create smaller products around it. For example, let's say you, you are an Instagram marketing expert, right? You want to have like an Instagram mastery course for like 2000 bucks. And then you want to, as like smaller products, you want to create like a software that helps people doing things on Instagram that you can, where you can sell licenses for like 60 bucks a month or something like this. Right. But yeah. the pro obviously right now it gets more and more competitive online. So there's, it's different than like in 2012, 2013, Right now, there's so many people out there also on YouTube and stuff and everybody's fighting for that number one spot for each and every keyword, each and everything. And, and there's a billion like different, like even if you take like Instagram or Facebook ads, there's probably like like 10 people. If you, if you search right now, there's probably like, like 10 or 20 different gurus that are already kind of successful selling the same kind of content, you know, so it's really hard to like, 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 like make a difference there, you know? So yeah. And it's impossible if you go out there as a new entrepreneur type of person, like it's impossible to like be all over the place, like 
having a course for each and every different thing like e-commerce, Facebook and all of this stuff, you know? Um, so yeah, if, if you're new and if you, if you're trying to get this started, I think the best way would be to like really just focus on one thing and then go from there. Yeah. Crush that one thing. Um, which is cool. I see you doing that. It looks like you're doing that a little bit now with the, uh, the YouTube course, which is cool. Cause that seems like, yeah, I kind of like decided to really go, uh, just with the, mostly with the video marketing agency thing. Uh, yeah. because that's, that's also the one thing that, um, brought the most success to our clients actually, uh, because they actually managed to do this stuff. Um, and, um, yeah, that's, that's what we're trying to also, we also have a Facebook master mastermind group for this and, and it's just better to focus on one thing instead of like doing all, all different types of things. I, I still have the other course and stuff and they're also pretty good, but it's better to just focus on one thing. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's pretty cool because I haven't seen a lot of people teaching that and I'm sure, uh, we, actually my partner and I have been looking for someone that's, that's really going deep on YouTube. So it's cool to see, see you guys doing that. Um, so you mentioned that that was a big service for your clients. Uh, are you, when you're working with these businesses, are you helping them by running YouTube ads or are you actually just focusing on helping them to build up their own, their own channel? Well, actually what I mentioned right now is, is, uh, it's a, it's a huge success for the people, for the students. That's what I meant. Uh, like, okay. yeah, they build their own because they study the course, right? And then they build their own like video marketing agency. You know, that's what I meant. But we also do video marketing agency services still in our agency. Um, and yeah, we do have PPC clients, like where we just run the ads, the, the Google ads. We also do this for Facebook, by the way. But um, yeah, and then also a lot of YouTube SEO service. Uh, that's, that's what it's called in our, in our agency, um, where we simply charge people like a specific amount of money to just rank their video for a specific search term, you know? Mm-hmm. That's cool. Uh, that's exciting. So, okay. So your students are just offering services, helping to pe- people to do their organic SEO for YouTube videos for different businesses. Um, actually the video marketing agency program also teaches how to run paid ads so they can also do the paid thing. Mostly though, when they start out, they, they try to go with the organic stuff. You know, okay. they do that, but, but sometimes true. they also like, so they can basically be they, like YouTube experts at this, after your course. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. That's, that's really cool. Do you have any, like, can you talk about what your craziest student success story is? Do you have any guys that are already like, uh, you know, doing over like 10, uh, 10 grand a month or anything, anything cool like that? I, we, we do have that. Obviously I'm not going to be like super guru, like the guys, some guys on YouTube who claim that you have. <laughs> students that make like, like, like tens of millions or something like this. Um, but, um, yeah, we had one guy, like he signed up for the course and within like, like, like two weeks or something, he landed his first like 5,000 a month client. Oh, nice. So that was, that's pretty good. Like that's something I didn't experience because as you might know, I started really small on the internet, like on Fiverr and stuff. So it probably took me like a few weeks to get my first $5 client and someone else is out there like getting his first 5,000 client client uh in a few weeks so that's pretty good and then then just most most of them honestly have it's more like consistent you know like you get their first client for maybe a few hundred bucks then over the course of a few weeks a few months they kind of like scale it up to like two thousand a month three thousand four thousand five thousand then and then higher you know but it, it takes it takes some time obviously for most people you know it's not it's not going that fast you know there's also obviously some luck involved sometimes you know 
Definitely. Yeah. I mean, certainly you have to refine the skills and get better at sales, but um, yeah, I could totally see how people could probably make a great living if they do your course and stick to it. Cause there's a ton mm -hmm. of to run ads and do organic for, for YouTube. Yeah. That's exciting. Um, all right. So we talked a little about your software, talked about your Instagram. Uh, one thing I wanted to hit on is, do you have any advice for other entrepreneurs that are looking at, you know, say, say someone already has a successful digital products business or e-commerce or even service business. And they're thinking about creating a software as a service product, like video sniper pro. Do you have any advice for them on how, how long they should wait before they do that? How much they should save up? What sort of things they should take into consideration before jumping into software product? Um, I mean, honestly, I don't think they should wait. I never think uh, people should wait with anything really. If they have an actual idea yeah. um, that could potentially work and they believe that it, that it will actually work, they should try to make it happen as fast as possible. So it, as you mentioned, we're talking about people who already probably have some kind of existing business. So I assume yeah. uh, if it's profitable, they have some money to spare to like invest into like creating a software. I mean, if they don't have that, then there's always some, there's always some ways to even get a loan from banks and stuff like this that you can, uh, I mean, interest rates are pretty low at the moment. So uh, you can, you can get this going if you really believe that, uh, that will work um, and, and then just go as hard as you can selling it, you know, I mean, then it either works or it doesn't, you know. That's so interesting. You say a loan from a bank because uh, at least I think I don't, you said you're in Frankfurt, but I know here in the U S business culture, most people only think in terms of bootstrapping or getting venture capital. I so rarely hear people talk about actually getting a small business bank loan <laughs> that I'm like totally forgot that that was an option, but uh, yeah, no, that, that's exactly yeah, in, in Germany. Most people think like that too, but um, yeah. uh, but, but I, I, I thought that too, when I first started out, but it's, it doesn't really, I mean, it's still a good option to, to go. I, I kind of changed my mentality when it comes to this stuff over the past few years. So uh, yeah, it's always a, a, a good thing if you, I mean, you obviously have to believe in your product though. You know? Yeah. Yeah. For sure. You don't have to go bankrupt. Uh, <laughs> so, <laughs> so that's interesting. Okay. So can you talk at all like roughly how much you guys like had to spend for development and the creation of Video Sniper Pro before the first <laughs> real like sellable product was ready. Um, in, in our case, it was it, it was pretty fast. It happened pretty fast, and that and the reason for that is because I've been developing the software uh, with uh, a developer that I knew for years already, and and all I had to do is really like like show him, uh, yo, this is what we want to do. Can you do this? And then he came up with a plan within a couple of days or something, and. All in all, it probably, it, it only took like like 10 grand and like a, uh, a little like testing period, which was like like a few weeks when we already tested the software. And I think from the time of I, where I had the idea to like the act, actual execution and when it was the first beta version was ready, it probably took like one and a half months. Oh, wow. That's, you know, that's where, wow. Where we, yeah, but back then we, we still had like like really weird like pricing uh, uh, options, not weird, but too cheap. Uh, like we, the first version, like right now it starts like 37 bucks. Right. But the, back then it started at like seven bucks and the next one was 17 and then 37. And that was, it was too cheap obviously, but we got a few clients, uh, 
doing that um, do, uh, with this pricing model, it was easy to get a few clients fast, um, especially if it's a new product. I just had to promote it to my email list really and do some Facebook remarketing and, and we had our first client. So that was pretty fast. Yeah, obviously it will not be that fast for all, everybody out there. Um, but as I mentioned earlier, I already had some kind of audience so that I was able to monetize. So therefore it was pretty fast. Yeah. No, definitely. The, the remarketing certainly helps with launching a product uh, to your audience. Yeah. Uh, and speaking of building that audience, so we talked about YouTube search ads to build cold audiences. What, what do you think is the most valuable channel for building an audience from scratch? You know, I, I know you can run, well, you can get engagement on Facebook, you can pay for the ads on YouTube, there's tons of other stuff. What, what do you think is best if someone's starting from scratch? Um, if you're honestly, you, I would, I would also say YouTube, you know, I would also say YouTube. Obviously the, the thing with YouTube is though that, that you gotta have, most people, they're not really used to making videos, especially like showing their own face and stuff like this. So that will, depending on who you are, that might take some time, but anyone who can make videos and is kind of comfortable in front of the camera should start with YouTube because I mean, Facebook ads, a lot of people run Facebook ads. The good thing is you can get started pretty pretty quick and if you just upload a picture on your on your ad and then invite them to a webinar and stuff but it is very expensive like we also ran like cold ads on facebook we used to do that like some some time ago but we actually stopped doing that completely because it was just not it was just not attractive enough i mean it, we could have probably made it profitable but youtube has been so much more profitable so there was no real uh real reason to like continue doing it Oh, wow. That's interesting. Um, I mean, I guess you have a bigger built-in audience on YouTube at this point, but uh, so that was cold Facebook ads versus a combination of the in-stream and search where that was cheaper on YouTube. Yeah, there was no comparison. Like there was no comparison. Really? And yeah. this was, what were you trying to drive? Was this just webinar opt-ins or what sort of traffic or, or you, what sort of product were you trying to drive this traffic to where it was? Yes, that was webinar signups and, and webinar signups are pretty much the easiest thing to get, you know, like you will not, there's no way you will run a cold Facebook ad and sell your course directly or something like this, you know? So oh that's yeah. Just, <laughs> no. That just won't work. No. Even if that's a like seven bucks course. <laughs> yeah. But um, yeah, you need to uh, you need to offer people actual like like they need to be excited about what they see on Facebook because they're also on Facebook. It's it, there's when you open your own Facebook, you will see like you will be bombarded with like all different kinds of ads. Especially if you follow specific gurus, there will be like ten different ads of ten different gurus trying to sell you the same thing. Uh, yeah, <laughs> when you open your Facebook, you know, so yeah. it's like kind of weird. Yeah, there's a lot of, uh, I think it's died down a little bit, but, or maybe I just don't get in as many searches for these ads, but I remember at one point, maybe a year or two ago, where there's just, everyone was selling a Shopify course. It was yeah. like painful to look at. Yeah. Yeah, that was crazy. I and mean, obviously what I want to tell people is, um, it, it also depends, like, like as a content creator yourself, like it depends on, your personality and how you look to others and, and what you attract, you know? So for some people, it might be, YouTube just might be the better platform just based on who they are, yeah. you know? The same thing for, for some people, it might be Facebook just for, for who they are, you know? That's the platform they can deal with better and it, it just depends on the person. There's no like way to like per se kind of like say that's the better thing or, or this is the better thing. Like there, there's, there's no such, such thing, you know? 
You just yeah. got to test it out. You know, that's what I always did with, with my whole online marketing stuff is I already always tested it out. Even though I thought maybe, oh, this could work, this might not work. I still tested it out, you know, just want to throw a few hundred bucks here, a few hundred bucks there. And, uh, and that's how you figure out what works, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I've heard a lot of people talk about marketing in terms of mining and, uh, prospecting. And I think it's true, man, because before you can really optimize any campaigns, you have to like see what's out there in terms of responsiveness on different channels. Yeah. So yeah, that's like, that's, you can miss out huge pockets of audience if you're not you know, continuously testing. Um, oh, that's cool. So in terms of agencies, I just have a couple more questions about this. Um, the first one is, you know, you've been in this game for a while doing the service business side of extreme social. Where do you think the agency business model is headed? What, what changes do you think are coming? Uh, what do you think people should be aware of if they're either you know, an agency owner now or just thinking about getting into this industry? Um, I think it, it, it won't, I mean, change too much. Like, like because agencies in general, it's a pretty, pretty like solid business model. It's not like too risky because like the only thing there, there is really, you need to be able to provide a service and you need to be able to get clients. You know, that's really what it is. It's yeah. not like some, some big rah-rah like software that either like blows up or doesn't blow up. You know, it's, it's, yeah, it's really like, just like putting roofing on a house or like putting paint. Yeah. It's a service. Yeah, for sure. For sure. Yeah. So, so all you have to do is really learn the skills and then be, and, and what does really matter and what a lot of people underestimate is if you, if you're trying to like really build a, like a bigger agency, it's a lot of personal branding. So you got to be able to like, as a CEO of that agency, you got to, uh, or even like people who work there, like you got to go out there and actually be able to brand yourself. So what, because on the internet, if you're trying to do most of it online, um, there's a lot of, there's a saying like on the internet, people don't buy products or services. They buy people, you know? So they kind of like invest in, 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 in people they see, on the internet because they trust them you know so that's important and then we are also like back with the whole youtube thing which like youtube is the best platform for personal branding in my opinion because it's video content it's not just the picture and it's it's just more like like a universal thing like everybody's on youtube you know if you are on there and you got and people see you got thousands of people who are already watching you and trusting you it's really easy to like like build a business around that you know mm -hmm. Yeah, that build up the no like and trust factor, as they put it. Uh, let's see. Cool, man. Yeah, I think I think agency is pretty standard. I do agree that I think it's going to be around for a while, even as all the you know platforms and uh, systems change. So the last one on agencies is for anyone that's watching and they're thinking about getting started in an online business. Um, you know, so many business models have been hot, and then they kind of go on the back burner. I feel like agency has been pretty steady, but are there any other ones? You can say agency if you want. Like, what do you think is the best for people who want to start an online business that, you know, has all the advantages of, you know, running it from their laptop, but they're still kind of in the, they're trying to decide what they should start. What do you think they should do? Well, I think the most important thing uh, when it comes to like starting an online business is to get money in as fast as possible, because obviously that's the, the main thing where people like give up is because of the time from where they think they started that business to making their first money takes too long. You know, that's why they give up. So you want to shorten that process. And the easiest way to shorten that process 
is to simply go to some, if you don't have money to invest, obviously, go to some marketplace like Fiverr, or even if it's small money, if it's small amounts of money, Fiverr or SEO clerks or Upwork or something like this, and, and just try to make it a, a few bucks online. You know, as, as weird as it sounds for most people, but you really need to get that first sale in, you know, that's what I believe. And then you can just scale it up from there. And the best thing to do this would probably be selling services, you know, um, because that's, if you start on something like Upwork or, or Fiverr as a freelancer, um, the next step would probably be to get your own website and charge more money for your services, right? And that's, and, and, and then after that, after you made, have a consistent stream of money coming in, that's when you, if you want to continue doing the internet marketing stuff, that's when you want to look into like the real online marketing stuff, like creating webinars, driving actual paid traffic to specific like opt-ins, you know, because if you're trying to, what a lot of people, a lot of people try to get started and immediately do the stuff that like, for example, I do or that Alex Becker does, or, you know, like, like getting a webinar up there and getting like thousands and hundreds of thousands of people in there, but it will most likely not work because you're not at that, first of all, knowledge wise, you're not at that level yet to teach people stuff like this. And you're also not like, like not confident enough and that you don't have enough experience yet. You know, it's all about experience, you know? So it will take, it will take some time if you're really serious about it to really make it happen. It will take some, some a few years. Um, but, but yeah. I mean, it's still possible, you know, so. Yeah, no, I totally agree. When I, when I, when people are looking for jobs, I tell them to either contract or, you know, they have enough experience to start applying as a contractor for a full-time mm -hmm. position because, yeah, I mean, I, I don't know about you, Michael, but I've been to a lot of school in my life and, um, man, I never learned as much as I did when I started getting paid for client services. Then it was like, I have to learn. So it's going to be real quick. Yeah. It's, 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 it's really, it's, it's a big difference, you know? I mean, yeah. nothing teaches you as good as like actual, like in real life working experience. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, you can't compare it to like formal edu education. You just cannot compare it. You know? No, it's pretty mind blowing to me that, uh, how much quicker you can learn. I mean, yeah, there's, there's no better motivator than getting paid for something. It's yeah, yeah that's true. Yeah. That's definitely good. So if someone's really smart and motivated and they're looking at this, like, you know, not like a get rich quick thing, but like a career they're going to invest their time in. If someone's following like someone like you, you know, courses that like you put out or any of the other people that are, have some, some quality training material they're putting out, how long do you think it could be if, if somebody's watching this and they're ready to go on Upwork and offer their services how long do you think it would take them to get some experience working like that and then start selling people on their own agency doing something like say, you know, YouTube uh, services like you teach. Okay. So you're talking about a person who's highly motivated, smart, and, and is willing to like go through the dirt because they realize that, that they just have to do this in order to, to make this happen. Then it could probably like, you could make good money and, and make a living online just on your laptop and everything within, if you're good, really like, like eight, nine, months to like up to a year like i would say like, yeah honestly yeah yeah no i totally agree i think that's super reasonable about eight months to a year you'd be good to go awesome cool well uh that is all the questions i had today is there anything else that i forgot to talk about or you'd like to tell people about and anything you got going on or courses you'd recommend to look at um no i think we're good i think you covered it all i hope you guys enjoyed that interview with michael caller he's a super impressive online business owner 
He has bootstrapped his whole company, including the service business, products business, and now a software as a service 